Hello and you're very welcome um, to uh, Ross FM's Championship Club Championship Team of the Year. That's uh, the the team the players that myself and Ray thought deserve thought deserve to to make the team. So yeah, we we're going to go through from uh, each position from from one to fifteen, and then we're going to discuss the um, the we're going to discuss the play, the players that could have made it. So yeah, um, a tough enough a tough enough choice, really, Ray. When you think of the quality that was out there uh, throughout the championship, absolutely, Ed, and, and uh, we've decided to put uh, to make one team, if you like, you know, to take the outstanding players from the inter- intermediate championship as well and include them yeah. um, in 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 the overall picture because there was some outstanding players in the intermediate championship. Um, that deserved to be in the uh, in the team of the year, but it was a great championship, Aidan, You know, and the senior championship was very good. Some great games, and uh, you know, St Bridget's won last week. They were worthy champions. They were tremendous in the final, Aidan. We had the privilege of being at the game, but you yep. also had good performances like Clannagale, You know, and Bridget's in the first round. Of the championship was a great game, and Clan very unlucky not to be in the final. You know, because they. They were as good as Pierce's in the semi-final. They were just Pierce's edged them out in the end, uh, deservedly so. But Clan uh, had some very good performers, you know. And so it was it was um, an intermediate championship that will be looked back in years to come as one of the best. With uh, Orden finally getting over the line, and they had some brilliant performers all all over the field as well. And of course, Dominic's came from nowhere really to uh, almost snatch the intermediate championship, and only for. Um, Charlie Carty's last gasp free from out on the sideline um, in normal time. Uh, that was really drama personified, wasn't it, really, that kick? I mean, because I suppose really, you know, up to that last kick, I'd say uh, Billy Donlan and, and, and the other, and the Orm players must have been saying, oh, God, here we go again. But, uh, you know, that last gasp free really added drama to the game. But really, it has to be said, in that game, when it when it got to extra time, it was all over in an extra time, really, wasn't it? It was, yeah. They were brilliant. You know, there were, you know, four years, four four finals um, waiting, and eventually they, they they reached the promised land, as everybody calls it now, and they won the Jimmy Murray Cup. And no one, nobody, nobody would be grudge in their victory. Like they were a great club. They've got some great players. Like Billy Donnan's a good manager. He's been there for three finals now, and did the heartbreak of losing at a penalty shootout last year to Tulsa. So everybody, I'd say, across the county. Are, are delighted that Orden have eventually uh, got their fourth intermediate championship. And uh, Dominic's all credit to them. They they were really really good. They didn't hold back or hang back. They had some tremendous performance. They were full of belief. Uh, but the extra time was just a bridge too far for the maiden. Yeah, that's it. And I suppose really equally in the in the senior final as well. Like uh, you know, there were some standard standout players for. Um, for for um, you know for for the winners St Bridget's on the day you know uh, the the man of the match and deservedly so um, you you know there was a lot of, a lot of outstanding players uh, that played for Bridges that day as well. There was indeed, and some of them you know will be on the team of the year that we're going to come to now in a few moments, but others won't make it like for example Eddie Nolan was tremendous midfield you know he's not going to be on the team but he was not far off it but they had tremendous players um, all over the place like um, you know the Sheehy's there Garage Kniff 
Paul McGrath, the left half back, was outstanding. Um, Dara Sheehy, Alan Daly didn't do anything wrong. He was tremendous. Rory Fallon got a good point. Kieran Sugaru was outstanding. So the Bridget's team, you have to hand to them. They were absolutely fantastic. And yeah. uh, they were a breath of fresh air to see their energy, their intensity, desire, the speed at which they played the game, their ability to, uh, if you like, get past the, the defenders, you know, particularly in the half forward line. When, yeah. when, when the game was very cagey in the first half, towards the end of the first half, both teams were playing nearly 13, 14 men behind the ball. But Bridget's, yeah. I felt the difference between the two teams was that Bridget, Bridget's had that speed to yeah. break through. They played the more direct balls as well, and the, the, the direct ball in is, is what did the damage really throughout the game. Well, they played ball in that they were able to win in. Their yeah. forwards, are, like if you've got forwards that are able to win primary possession inside, yeah. and they've got the pace, the power to get past their marker then and create space. Bridges had that, that, that extra zip, it, you know, that pep in their step, that zip, that speed. They were good under the high ball as well. I mean, they, they, they had some some very good marks as well, like, you know, and uh, from, from kickouts and all, all those kind of things. But, you know, I, I think no matter what ball you played into the forwards or that, you know, they were able to high, be a high ball into the chest, low balls. They were able to win them all. They were, they were. But they had that pace, that power, the, the fitness. Yeah. They, they just had that edge on, on Pierce's. Pierce's won't have any complaints. Uh, yeah. Just Bridget's were at another level. They were at a level above Pierce's in, in terms of pace, intensity, desire, the way they played the game. The, the tempo in which they played the game at was, was that notch above Pierce's uh, when it really counted. Having said that, Pierce's had chances. Connor Payne yeah. had a great chance in the first half for a goal and that could have changed the whole landscape of the final and then Hubert Arcee towards the end had a good chance and uh, it went wide so like if you look at it six points in and at the end Pierce's had two great goal chances in the game and when you lose a match you look back at what opportunities you had and um, like Pierce Bridges got their one chance with Brian Stack and he nailed it so like if you're looking at Pierce's if Pierce's were clinical and I'm not being hypercritical of them because they had two really really good goal chances which any yeah. objective minded person I think would agree with us they had two really good goal chances which they didn't take Bridges got in for a goal and they took it and that was the difference Aidan um, I think if, 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 if Conor Payne he was a very good player very unlucky he got a great point in the game but he, if that goal had gone in I think the game may have had a different uh, complexion but anyway that's what it is what it is Bridges won brilliant performance like all credit to them they've only got two or three players left from 2013 when they won the All-Ireland you know they have um, Peter Dominic and Ronan Stack um, Eddie Nolan uh, Garage Kniff Owen Sheehy I think was a sub you know so they've, they've only three or four of the players that, that were there with the great team you know with the Senate and Ian Kilbride you know the Frankie Dolan Garvin Dolan Darren Dolan Shane Curtin uh, all those players and you have to remember as well Niall McInerney wasn't involved in the uh, in the game on, on Sunday so like yeah. Bridget's are an amazing outfit and uh, you know Pierce's have been good champions they competed well in the Connacht Championship last year brilliant to see them winning the uh, Roscommon Championship last year and I think they'll be back next year I think um, 
that they've a lot of experience, a lot of good players still. They didn't do themselves justice, I think, on Sunday. I think they can play better. And uh, but uh, that's something they'll, they'll reflect on that performance in the final as well, and they'll they'll be able to pin, they'll pinpoint where where the you know where they can do better, and I suppose work on that in pre season. Absolutely, no doubt about it. But I suppose Eden, we can get commence with the uh, with the goalkeeper. Yeah, how's that? How do you think about that? Um, well, in the goals we have Aidan, I've seen throughout the season like Ronan and Riley played well for Clan. Um, Aaron Dowd was, I thought was very good for Western Gales. Then you have you can even even throw in um, you know Eugene, you know the um, the the Craig's goalkeeper Eugene Fleming. He he was excellent, wasn't he? Uh, you know, the, the, I think there would have been for me there would have been a, you know. Um, a, 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 good, a few contenders for for the goalkeeping position. Yeah, Eugene Fleming was excellent for Bridget's for Craig's. He up to the Orton game, he he and I think it was Roland O'Reilly were the only two players goalkeepers not to concede a goal if I'm not mistaken. And uh, yeah. Eugene was tremendous. He made some great saves against Foyles the evening we were at the game down in Bally yeah. League, and uh, he was really really good. Aaron Dowd I thought was decent for Western Gales. Um, you know, Paul Brandon. Saint the Saint Bridges keeper on Sunday had a solid game. Yeah, uh, with the exception of maybe one one bad kick out I think. Yeah. But apart from that, overall he was solid on Sunday as well. Uh, Paul Brandon was very good for Orden and um, Mark Miley for for uh, Dominic's as well. So there were some really good goalkeepers. Uh, Paul Whelan there for Pierce's, but we ultimately have gone for James Martin for for Bridget's. Yeah. You know he he's a steady and experienced goalkeeper, and uh, I think um, he he all right. He made a short kick out, Aiden. The game was gone short kick out. That's the way yeah. it is, and it can happen any keeper when you play a system like that. You see it in the Premier League with a short kick out. You could have 25 kick outs in a match and one of them can go awry. But here's the thing. When it did go awry, his full back line bailed him out. And that's the great, that's teamwork. You know, that the full yeah. back line uh, bailed him out. And uh, so we've gone with James Martin in goals, in. Yeah. And um, now we come to the right full back position. And like you have um, Shane Carty did nothing wrong all season for Park Pierce's. He was very good. Dara Sheehy was excellent as well for St. Bridget's in the right corner back position. Um, if you look at it, um, Michael Byrne for St. Dominic's in the intermediate final on Sunday, right full back was outstanding. Like he made a couple of great blocks. He was all over the field. He was tackling, defended very well. He put in a great performance. And uh, John Martin for, for Orden, similar, was, was, was very good. But I've gone Aiden for a player who I thought was excellent all season, very consistent, and um, made some great runs in, in, in the semi-final, particularly against Pierce's. I've gone for Fergal Lennon from Clannagale. I thought he was tremendous. Yeah, he, he tremendous. was one, one guy I thought as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, he played very well all season, all right. And, uh, you know, he, he, was, uh, he, was, he was a man for the big game, you know, in cornerback, especially like... Yeah, in, in the big games against the, the big teams or the, the tougher teams or the more experienced teams. He, you know, he, he kind of stood out, didn't he? He was brilliant. You know, he's, not alone is he a great cornerback, but he's very good to, to join in the attack and he can get yeah. forward. He's got that ability to go forward and, um, no, he's a good a, reader of the game as well. Like, and he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't too shy, as you said, about coming forward as well, but he knew when to stay back and when to come forward. That was, that was the key thing as yeah, well. Ab- absolutely. So we've gone with, uh, Fergal Lennon for right full back. Yeah. So um, then we move now to full-back, and 
look at the full back position. Uh, Anthony Butler was there for Pierce's on Sunday, and uh, you know there was um, good performances by Colin Walsh there for Ordinate, and he's only 18 years of age, and he's yeah. got great potential as a full back, and he was he was excellent in the in the intermediate final, and so was Michael Feely for St Dominic's. He put in some great tackles, but um, I think I think most people will agree that. Um, Peter Dominican was outstanding in the county final. He didn't get man of the match, but he wasn't yeah. far far off it, and he really did roll back the years last Sunday. With the high he, ball. he was. I think that the thing on Sunday was, you know, because, because he was away from St Bridget's for a while because he was based in Dublin. But you know, when he came back into the team, I think it was last year uh, as well, uh, and this year, you know, he really showed that experience and that kind of shone from, you know, no matter who he was marking and. Um, no matter who he was marking or the ball that came in, I mean, you know, he, he wouldn't actually, he, he was that good like that. The, the full forward found it hard that once he got the ball, that once Peter Dominican got the ball, the full forward found it hard to get it off him like, and as a result, the only way that the forward tried to get it was by fouling him, but, uh, and, but that's the, that's the cute head, that's the cute head of, uh, Peter, wasn't it? Well, I, I'd say, it's, he played one of his best games ever last Sunday. Yeah. He was, he was, um, like he, he, his all game was very good. He, he helped out James Martin with that kick out. He dealt very well with the high ball. When, when Pierce's needed a goal towards the last 10 minutes, they played the, the as I said, the Mojirok, the long ball in on top of Hubert Darcy. And Hubert Darcy's a big man, but, but Peter Dominican dealt with it very, very well. He broke ball. He collected the breaks. He got out in front. He was absolutely tremendous. So full back. It's Peter Dominican. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, with his experience and, uh, you know, his, his clever reading of the game, uh, well, well deserved, uh, well, well deserved in the full back line, all yeah, right. Absolutely. And then in the other, in the other corner back, Ray. Yeah, Aiden, like Shane Mulvey was there for Pierce's. You had, um, you know, I, I, I went for Pierce Frost, Aidan, the St. Bridget's left yeah. fullback. I thought he was really, really good. Do you know, when you think that Niall McInerney was missing out of that fullback line, and you had Dara Sheehy, Peter Dominican, and Pierce Frost, and I thought Pierce Frost was tremendous last week, you know, marking Emmett Kelly, and, you know, Connor Payne was up there as well, and, and, yeah. and he was tremendous, I thought, Pierce Frost. You know, it was the first really big occasion that he's had for St. Bridget's in the county final and I thought that he acquitted himself tremendously well very very steady uh, very impressive when you consider the quality of the Pierce's forwards as well like you know he had he did he did well he did well corner back on the day didn't yeah, he and he's, he's a light man like he's only like he's, he's only 19 years of age Pierce Frost he's 5 yeah. foot 8 60 kilograms and uh, a student so it was his first big game for, for Bridges like in the county final and he was it was tremendous and uh, really deserves I think his position at left left full back on the um, on the uh, Championship team of the year, Aidan, you know. Um, yeah. Kevin Concannon from Orden was very, very good throughout the season as well in that position, but uh, we go, we'll go with Pierce Frost anyway for that position, left full back. Yeah. That's fair enough. And then uh, moving on to the, moving on to the half back line, a very important, uh, I suppose, uh, first line of defence is, you know, when it, when it comes to the backs. So, you know, because they can, um, they can be, you know, stay back and help the half back line, but also they can move forward a pace as well. You know, you know, especially 
especially the wing backs and the full back the the centre half back is usually the guy that stays behind or helps the midfield. So the the, the centre half the, the half back line really is an important area in the field. Well, I suppose all all areas of the field is important, but that's that that can be a key, especially maybe from kickouts as well. The half back line. Oh, absolutely, and they're, they're, nowadays the way the game is played, your half back line launches your attacks, and yeah. the half an attack and half back line is a very very you know important weapon in your armory if you any team worth their salt now has to have half backs coming forward to get on the end of scores or to assist the forwards you know they track back and you know there's no real difference in the half back and the half forward now to play the similar type of game you see the half forwards defending you see the half backs attacking but Aiden, in the right half back position like over the weekend you saw Brendan O'Mara had a very good game for St Dominic's uh, but uh, you know in the half back line Jack Casey is a very good player for Morden he was tremendous all season in the Intermediate Championship uh, but ultimately in, I've gone for uh, Ronan Stack who was yeah. alright he was playing centre half back but to accommodate him in the team I put him in right half back he has played that position for Roscommon and St Dominic's for Bridges before and he was outstanding as captain last Sunday and uh, it was great to see Ronan win the uh, collect the, the Fatty Cup you know he's 29 years of age now Ronan he's been around a long time and a great servant to St Bridget's and Roscommon and uh, he, he was in the last Bridget's team that won the, the county final as well in uh, in 2017 I think wasn't it 2017 was the last time yeah that's right they I, won it so like he was a part of that team but I suppose really looking at him on Sunday you know he, he's uh, all again it took all, all his experience to um you, you, you know, in in that game, and I suppose it's a testament to you, when you saw how he played at the weekend, and well, throughout the championship, really, and the, the experience that he has in Roscommon, it's uh, you know, it was inevitable that you had to that we come accommodated him somewhere in the half back line, really. Oh, definitely, and he's um, 29 years of age now. Is uh, is Ronan? and uh, an accountant by trade but last Sunday he was tremendous as a leader and captain for St Bridges so Ronan Stack right half back that's it and of course uh, one of the main another one of the main positions I suppose in the half back line is the centre half back because I suppose they're, they're the kind of uh, the, you know he's the kind of guy that has to helps the midfield and kind of makes the makes the backs tick and helping out the midfield so um Usually a player that's, that, that, that has to be good under the high ball and kind of the first line of defence, like I said. So, yeah, you know, it's a, it would be, it would take a very good, a very good player to, uh, to play a centre half back. So who, who, who do we go for in that one? Well, Aiden, I, I, this year I've seen Owen McCormick play for St Dominic's and I thought he was really good. I saw Carl Craig play for, uh, Western Gales, who was tremendous. Alton Harney was pretty good for, for, uh, for Clannagale all through the season as well as was in, in for St Aidan's uh, Keith Waldron was unbelievable he scored one of the great scores of the championship for St yeah. Aidan's against Kilmore in the quarter final but um, for me the best centre half back I have seen in the championship in Roscommon in both the intermediate and senior championship this year is Tom Featherston from Orden um, he was yeah. absolutely incredible in all the games the way he powered through the middle up the field led attack after attack after attack he just broke through took two to three men to stop him he's just so much power and uh, it was just a great sight to see Tom Featherston carry the ball um, into the attack and I thought he was personally I thought he was the most impressive um, 
player. Now, he was playing intermediate. I think he can play senior without a doubt. He's a senior Roscommon panellist and uh, he's been on under 21 squads. But I felt myself that... Um, the, the, the Tom Featherstone was the best centre half back I saw. Now people might say at the highest level of county football, has he got the pace for it? That's the question. You know, he's got a, he's he's a powerful man, and has he got that extra? Well, I, I you know, that's really, the question. Yeah, but I suppose really, if, if you look at his performances right throughout the right throughout the the championship, um, you know, and his importance to the team, you'd, you'd have to say that that would be a yes because. I mean, you, you know, he, he he he's the focal point of the of the team in many ways. He 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 could set, you know, he could set, he can create the great chances and assists and set people up for for scores. But he was also good at taking taking scores himself as well. And you know, he, he was able to take the difficult shots as well as the the easy shots as well. Yeah, and I think as well when. Um... Dominic's in the final last week brought on Nace Connaughton at full forward, big powerful man to look for a, a goal. As well. Yeah, to look for a goal. They brought yeah. back Tom Featherston to mark him, and Featherston was outstanding. Okay, Nace yeah. broke down a ball that Dominic's got a penalty off, but it was just two big men going for the ball, and it's either the corner back or the corner forward gets it. And on that occasion, Derek Keane got he was fouled. It was a penalty, but Tom Featherston, Aiden, for me, was one of the most outstanding players I've seen this year um, in Roscommon football. I know it was intermediate championship. What a, a tour de force he gave, and it's a great sign for uh, for um, Anthony Cunningham that he's got Tom. Featherstone, Connor Hussey, you know, Ronan Stack there, centre half back, Ulton Harney, Carl Craig was tremendous as well. For me, an embarrassment of riches really in the half back line. uh, Yeah, for me, Tom Featherstone was the most impressive centre half back this year, and uh, I look forward to see him play in the senior championship next year. So, centre half back, Tom Featherstone in. That's it, and uh, that that remains the the last uh, position in the half back line. Well, no, we have to go for the left half back. The left half back, yeah. Yeah, with the left half back, from um, I thought like you've David Murray, who's very very good, great player for Roscommon as well. You've got Paul McGrath, left half back for Bridges last Sunday, was outstanding. He was absolutely tremendous, and he got so much possession, and he moved up and down the the left wing uh, really really well, and had his mark. You know, it wasn't really a trouble. great engine. Yeah, a great well, engine, and it has to be said. Wasn't, and... wasn't trouble. But I, I went in for whom a player I thought was was um, Pierce's best player, uh, Ronan Daly. I thought Ronan was yeah. was good, and Pierce's player in their left half back. Um, we have uh, Ronan Daly. Now we've got three centre half backs. Technically occupying the half back line, Ronan Stack, yeah. Tom Featherston, and Ronan uh, Daly. But I think all three of them are in their proper position. Ronan can play anywhere across the half back line. So can Ronan Daly, that is. So can Ronan Stack. But Tom Featherston is really a central player, and we put him in centre half back. That's it. That's it. And uh, well, well, well deserved as well. And then the next position? Uh, midfield, Aiden. Like we've got some great players there. Eddie Nolan. You've got uh, Connor Daly. Nile um, Carty, who had a good game, I thought, last week. Nile Daly did a lot around the middle as well throughout the championship. But um, first player we've picked, Aidan, is the man, a man that was tremendous in the final last week, and that was um, uh, Brian Stack from um, St. Bridget's, who was tremendous. He caught some brilliant ball. He got a great goal. He was a real leader for St. Bridget's. Again, like Peter Dominican, and um, he wasn't far off man of the match 
technically it was a toss up between yeah. Peter Dominic and Brian Stack and Brian Derwin. Any of those three could have got it. I don't think anybody could have objected. But generally, the forward always has an edge when it comes to man of the match. So yeah. Brian Stack, what a player! Great player. And of course, hey, Brian is, is one of those players you can kind of play him in a few different areas as well. Kind of half. Either in the half back line, midfield, or even in the half forwards line, you, you know, he he'd never be found wanting in any of those positions. No, and he, he, he's just a great all round footballer, half forward, yeah. half back, midfielder. And one thing I admire, not alone about the goal he scored in, but when in the last few minutes of the county final last Sunday, when Pierce has needed a goal, they were mm. bombing the ball in high on Hubert Darcy, who did. Pretty well under the high ball and could have got. But then a, again, Hubert Darcy's a tall player, so he he'd be, he's the ideal man for a high ball. But but what what Bridges did was, and this was very clever by their management or by Brian took it on himself. But he went back and stood in front of Hubert Darcy. That's what Jack O'Shea used to do for Kerry years ago, and it's great midfield play towards into the game when you're leading by four or five points when you know that they're going to play long balls send a midfielder back to stand in front of the full forward and Brian Stack caught some great ball in front of the full back line when the pressure was on in the last five minutes so Brian Stack Aiden is the first first midfielder and then the, the second midfielder well some lots of um, people you know that would have deserved to be in the middle of the field um, the Kieran Lawless for Orden was unreal this year I, if people saw the intermediate champ Kieran Lawless was was very very impressive I thought for Orden again he's only a young man he's only out of the CBS in Roscommon he's only 18-19 yeah. then you have Eddie Nolan tremendous for, for Bridget's last week like Niall Daly as I said and Connor Niall Carty uh, were very very good, but for, for me, Kevin Higgins was brilliant for for, for Western Gales. He scored you know great scores throughout the championship. Yeah. Um, but for me, uh, the, the, Amanda gave some outstanding performances this year in the championship. He mightn't have been as good against Pierce in the semi final, but one of the great performers of the championship this year in midfield position was Carl Shine from um, from yeah, the Gales. Like they, you know, he's played he's played very well all season, and of course. Uh, Played very well. Never, you know, in his, when he was playing for Roscommon, he never let Roscommon down. He always had that. I suppose what, what you need in midfield, and we, we, we've touched on this on many an occasion, that that's one thing you need in midfield is presence and someone that's good under the high ball from, you know, with regards to, you know, I suppose when it comes to winning kickouts and things like that, you know, presence in midfield, someone that can come back and help, help the back, the half back line or help out and support the, Support the the forwards. He'd be the ideal per person for that. So yeah, I I'd have to agree with you on that one. He 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 was nearly you know. But then again, you know those those other as you just said there, there was other uh, people, those other great player, very good players throughout the championship that would have. Um, you know, wouldn't have been too far off the, off the second midfield spot either. No, like Indus Smith plays there in the middle of the field for Boyle, and you know Kevin Higgins got some great scores as well throughout the championship, and uh, Eddie Nolan was fantastic for St Bridget's. Night Daly and Night Carty worked, you know, really hard throughout the year as well in that position. But for me, Cahill Shine was outstanding, Aidan, and like his equalising score against um, Pierce's, against Bridget's in the first round was one of the great scores of all time in Hyde Park. It was amazing. And yeah. the performance Cahill Shine put in against Western Gales in the quarter final, 
it was it was just unreal how a midfielder could dominate a game so much in a championship match for a, in a, a Scotland championship. He was outstanding, and uh, I was privileged to interview Liam Kearns, the clan manager, after the Western Gales game, and I asked him about the prospects of Carl Shine returning to the Roscommon squad and Liam Kern said that he hadn't seen a better midfielder in Roscommon than Carl Shine. Yeah. And like that's from a top top manager, uh Liam Kern. and he, I know he's managing Carl for Clannagale, but he, he said that the, he he hadn't seen a better midfielder in Roscommon and, and it's arguable that he was the best midfielder in Roscommon this year. And it'd be interesting to see will he make a comeback for the county team. I think with his power well, pa- I was just going to yeah. say because I mean yeah, as I just said there in the in the seasons that he was with Roscommon there you know, he, he was always very solid in midfield for uh, Roscommon. So, you know, it would be kind of, he, he'd be, he would be great. And he, he'd offer a lot to the county team now if, if he was called back. He just has that um, power, power and that yeah. field and ability, that field and ability to, to win the primary possession. But time will tell, I suppose, you know, because the great thing about the club championship coming first this year, it's, it's uncovered an awful lot of players who yeah. mightn't ordinarily have been in the, in, in the mix. And similarly in other counties, like in Mayo, some of those not more players that won the championship last week that wouldn't have been Mayo players have come forward to be the best players in the championship. And, you know, it's hard to beat form and playing for the club is, is the best form you can show when you're playing the championship. And county managers have a, an inter- interesting, like, conundrum to deal with now because they've got players coming forward now in the championship that have been very, very, very good for their clubs who haven't been on the county side for a while or haven't yet played for the county team. So it's interesting to see how many new players county managers will bring in now uh, into yeah. the panel from from what they what they had in the league when they finished the mark. And it's my personal opinion, Aidan, that they have to freshen things up. I think county managers across the country will freshen up their panels and squads based on the form of the players that they've seen in the championship. That's my opinion. I think. That's that, it. And I, I suppose really looking at Carl Shine as well. Um, I suppose his build and his fielding ability. He kind of reminds you to an extent of maybe Seamus Killorn back in the, back in his days. Uh, you know that the way he was able to catch high ball. And you know how solid he, he, he a player he was build wise, and like he, he could mix it up physically as well. But he also had the skills and ability. You know, just he he reminds me of that type of player. You know, and Seamus O'Neill as well. Aiden, uh, in field, and Seamus O'Neill, field, yeah, field ability. Imagine, yeah, but, but it'd be great to see Carl Shine. I hope he has a future in Scotland football because I think a player of the quality that we've seen throughout the championship, uh, such as Carl Shine, his fielding ability. Now he wasn't as good as, against Pierce's, but prior to that he was excellent. Aiden, and his performance against Western Gales was out. Unreal, unreal! It was absolutely tremendous. He caught so much primary ball and winning marks, and uh, hopefully he might get a run back at the county team. Be good for Roscommon to have that option of even bringing him in, you know, to have him there on the line to to bring in and target target him with our kickouts because opposition goalkeepers will be kicking the ball away from Carl Shine. So that's yeah. that's the thing because he's so good in the air, and I'm sure opposition. Um, go, um, goalkeepers will, will be aware of that and the old rule was make sure you kick the ball the opposite direction to the player who's catching everything out to so, the wings really yeah, yeah. the half forward line or the half back lines will, will be the you know either the left or right half backs will be the only other option then after that yeah absolutely so that's Carl Shine and Brian Stack in the middle of the field Aiden. so we'll move to the half forward line Yeah, and we'll go for right half forward Aiden. 
And uh, in this position, you know, you've had, like, Rory Fallon, a young player, only 17 for Bridget's. He was very impressive. He was very impressive on Sunday, I thought. Very, very good. You know, he was really, really good. And he, was an impar- he, was, um, he was part of most of their attacks on Sunday. I, uh, I, um, from, from what I saw of him uh, on Sunday, you know, he was involved in, in the majority of their, uh, their attacks or, you know, one of the focal points as well, like, you know, when it came to setting up scores. Absolutely. He's in the running for it. As is Derek Keenan, Aidan, you know, from um, St. Dominic's. Like, yeah. he, he scored an awful lot this season. Derek Keenan did as well. Um, he scored, I think it was six six nineteen. he had scored by the time the final started and he got a point or two in the final. So, like, he, yeah. he was really, really impressive, uh, Derek Keenan. Um, but then he, again, he, he was always going to be carved in the final. When you when you consider the quality of the Oran backs, he was never going to score as much as he would have in, maybe in other games, you know, because, uh, you know, the, the players that Oran have in the backs. So, you know, whereas he was good, he was good on, on Sunday and all that, or, you know, in, in the final, but, you know, he, he was kind of more restricted. Due, due to the quality of the Oran side. I beg your pardon. Derek Keenan scored two fifteen up to the final, and oh, uh, right. and then um, he 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 it was it was Dara Darren Donnelly. I'm thinking of scored six nine up up until the final. So they're they're players that were in the running Aiden, But we've gone for um, Carl Kenny, the Orden yeah. half forward, who was fantastic for for Orden all year. He played a roving commission. He got so much possession. He scored that great penalty last Saturday in the final. And he was real tallies man for, for Orden. And again, one of the best players I've seen in Roscommon this year. His, his, his link play from the full back line to the full forward line. He's everywhere. And, not, and he's not everywhere for the sake of being everywhere. He's everywhere and on the ball. He's getting possession. He just, he just seems to be in the right place at the right time, you know. Yeah. Be it, be it as a support player or kind of, you know, helping out and creating creating chances as well. He just and his reading of the game as well. Tremendous, tremendous altogether. And yeah. uh, he was he was really, really good Carl Kenny, real leader, um, has experience of playing for a scammer under three ones back in two thousand and fourteen. And as well as that, his twin brother Paul was was terrific for Orton last Saturday and uh, he scored three points and Eamon as well. So Carl Kenny Aiden was one of the best players in all the games this year. The way he played, he wouldn't won't look out of place playing senior championship next year for Orden. So we've gone with Carl Kenny at um, right half forward. That's right. He wouldn't he wouldn't be out of place in the county team either if he if he keeps playing if he keeps playing the way he he played this season. You know, in the coming seasons, there's no reason, there's no, no, it wouldn't be surprised to see him in the panel, in the Roscommon panel. Well, on form, he's good enough to be on the Roscommon panel, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. He's really is. He's just, like, he's, um, he, he's, he's excellent, absolutely brilliant. And, uh, his performances are high class. We've seen him against Orden, or sorry, against Craig's, some of them against, uh, St. Aidan's, and last Sunday in the final, outstanding. So, Carl Kenny, right half forward, Aiden on the team. That's it. And uh, then centre half forward. Centre half forward. Aiden, I've gone for Dara Walsh, the Orden centre half forward. He's only twenty years of age. He scored thirty three points in the championship. Outstanding in all the matches. Great playmaker. Great free taker. Scores from play. Exudes class. Uh, really is a one for the future. I think he'll be uh, Roscommon's if he keeps going the way he's going. He has to make the Roscommon squad over the next few years. And I think he, he's a man with a lot of ability. His vision. 
the way he can pick out passes like this, his pass last week for the penalty that Orton got he took out two or three of the Dominic's defenders with this slide rule pass it was yeah a, Dominic's found, found, a, found it very hard to handle him yeah he was, uh, but it, I suppose you could, you could say that for all for all the, the both the half forward and the full forward line for Orton and they the found it hard enough but I suppose in, in normal time Dominic's Kind of, you know, they did fair. They did really well because it was a game in normal time. They 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 could have won it, but I suppose really it was Orange experience. Um, experience of be, I suppose being in uh, in tight matches like that. That probably that probably got them level or well to to the point of where they they, they got the point the uh, point uh, the the equaliser there a great point from uh, Jack Carty, but that that's further on in in, in the team, but. You know, the, these are these are the little things that, as I said, they can win, win or lose you a game. And uh, you know, they, they were just very. The, all the forwards were awesome that day. But uh, yeah, yeah, he he was one of them that stood out. It was indeed him. So Dara Walsh, put he's going to go centre forward. Like you could have put in Owen Sheehy there uh, for for um, from Bridget's, and like Donny Smith as well could have gone in there. And uh, so so like we'd give Dara Walsh because he's an up and coming player. And I think he deserves to be recognised in our Russ FM Championship Team of the Year uh, at centre forward. That's it. And I suppose that the last position then on the uh, half forward line then? This is the most difficult position to pick in. Because, yeah. because there's, like, again, Don, the players in contention for this position. Uh, I put in Donny Smith as in contention. Like Donny Smith, um, uh, was, you know, great score getter for Boyle this year. As well as you would expect, you know, in the championship. But he, he can also play corner forward as well, can't he? He can indeed, yeah. But we put them in the half forward line, and he, he scored two fifteen for uh, for Boyle. Now I'm not yeah. going to pick him in in, in the championship team. Um, you've also got uh, Darren Donnelly from Dominic's. Now he scored eight thirteen in the whole championship, um, yeah. like which was a tremendous effort as well. Um, so like Darren Donnelly was was fantastic. Then you have Connor Fallon, who scored three twenty six yeah. in the for 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 Dominic's, which is outstanding. Like in the championship, but another player I suppose that you could give give a mention. His first season with St Dominic's will be um, Darren Dolan, of course, a player there. You know, a very experienced player. Uh, for for Bridget's and uh, you know he 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 wasn't too bad either this season. He he, he could have been in the shout for one of the forward positions as well. Oh, absolutely! Oh, he, he was he was a yeah he, he great player, a lot of experience for for Dominic's and for St Bridget's over the years as well. So um, it's as I said, it's a very difficult position to pick in yeah. that, that that corner forward position. As I said, Darren Donnelly, you've got Donny Smith, you've got Finbar Craig who scored one nineteen. But the player I'm going to pick for that position, Aidan, is Conor Devaney from oh, Kilbride. Yeah. Conor Devaney scored 5.25 for Kilbride, who well, did you consider that he was out uh, long-term with an injury? He was out, he was out uh, with injury, and to come back and, and, have, and play like that, it's some testament to him, isn't it? Absolutely. Like, you know, he, he, he scored 5.25 in a team that struggled, you know, that didn't yeah. get out of their group. You know, they lost to Craig's, Aidens, uh, you know, they, they, they lost to, uh, Foyles, just scored 4-10 against Foyles. So like, yeah. um, I think they, they beat Aidens, I can't really recall rightly, but they, it was, it was Connor Devaney, Aiden, he scored 5-25 in a team that struggled 
in the championship. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to put him in there at left half forward. So I'm going to have a half forward line of Cahill Kenny, Dara Walsh, and Darren, uh, and, um, Connor Devaney. Now, as yeah. I said, it's very tight to leave out Darren Donnelly. He scored 8-13. Connor Fallon scored 3-27. Um, Connor Cox scored 1-24. Then you had Finbar Craig scored 1-19. And Dorney Smith scored, um, Dorney Smith scored 2-15. So, like, it's, yeah. it's a very difficult thing to do. But for the sake of our Ross FM team of the year, I'm going to give the nod for Connor Devaney particularly on the basis that he played for an intermediate team and, and a team that struggled in their group. So that's that's what I'm going to do there. with. It's the probably half-forward. stood out, really, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So the full forward line now, Aidan, top of the right. This will be a contentious when you consider the, the quality of forwards because I suppose, really, across the line, you had the likes of Kieran, 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 um Kieran Lennon, and you had Jack Carty, obviously played well. You know, there's all, there's there's all these players, you know, that that stood out. Um, you know, so it, it, it's another tough uh, line in the the fours that that would have been hard to, to pick just three out of. Isn't sure, it? sure, Aiden, like because Aiden Brogan scored one twenty three for Crones, Andy Glennon scored one seventeen for Glavies, Hubert Tarsi scored two thirteen. You know, Garrigan scored eighteen points for for. Um, Purity, and it's hard to, to 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 leave those guys out as well. Um, yeah. And then there are other players like Henry Walsh scored two twenty five for um, Kilbride. Um, Jeremy Murta scored two twenty one. Paul Garvey three seventeen. Uh, you have Derek Keenan again two two fifteen, and you have Charlie Carty from from Orton scored two fifteen. Terence Kelly was outstanding. But for right full forward, top of the right, number thirteen, I've gone in for uh, Kieran Lennon from um yeah. Kieran was outstanding I, in all the And matches. I, I agree with you because do you know what? Who could forget that wonderful point in the first round against Bridges? Like it yeah. was an absolute wonder point. And goal as well, he got a great goal. And the goal day. as well, you yeah. know. So, so, so Kieran Lennon scored one twenty six and um he was the top scorer in uh, until last Sunday when he was surpassed or overtaken by the full forward who we're going to go for. And, of course, Kieran Lennon could have been full forward, but um, it was a difficult... With all those forwards we've mentioned earlier, Aidan, any of them could play full forward as well. Like, you know, Conor Cox could play there and uh, Darren Donnelly played full forward as well, you know. So, so but, but full forward, Aidan, Hubert Darcy was in full forward as well. But the full forward I've gone for, Aidan, is the man of the match from the county final last week, and that's Brian yeah. Derwin. Brian Derwin, who scored he was inv- four He was points. involved in everything. He was involved in everything that, that Bridges did. Um, you know, but he, he wasn't just, uh, you know, he, he wasn't, uh, you know, he wasn't just sticking with the forwards. He, he wasn't afraid of coming back and helping out in defence as well. But, you know, he was very creative. He was, he was everywhere, like the other players we mentioned there, very creative, setting up points, uh, you know, scoring points. But, you know, his score rate from freeze was, was, was top notch as well. Yeah, he got a point and he got three great ones from play and he, he was a menace all through for the uh, 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 Pierce's full-back, Anthony Butler, who hadn't who hadn't a bad game. But Brian yeah. Derwin, he's only 21 years of age. He's five foot ten, student. Um, he ran riot in the junior county junior final three years ago against Kilglass Gales uh, when the Bridgets won comprehensively. So mm-hmm. um, Brian Derwin was the man of the match in the county final, Aidan. So uh, he was really, really good. So it's good to give the new players... 
um, if you like, um, a shout out as well. So we'll put Brian Derwin as full forward on the Ross FM Championship Team of the Year. I suppose other teams now that, that could have uh, made it into any of the forward line would, would have been, uh, oh, well, I know you, you know we gave uh, Carl Craig, you know, Carl Craig plays in the forwards as well. He's He's been uh, consistent both for Western Gales and... Um, for Western Gales and Roscommon over the years, but there's, uh, you know, there, as you just said there, there's uh, many many other forwards that uh, that were very unlucky to lose out. But I suppose the last the last one, and I suppose you, you just mentioned there earlier on as well, uh, Connor Cox. So you know, I suppose as the last line of defence, when you consider all the players that was left out, who was the one that we went for the, the final position in the starting 15? Again, all those players you had could have been in, in the number 15, you know the um, the Donny Smiths, the Connor Cox, the Dermot Murta all those boys, um, but I've gone for Ben O'Carroll um, yeah. uh, just ahead of a slight nose ahead of Kieran Sugru, it's, it was a toss up really between the two of them, they were both very very good for um, Bridget's this year, of course Charlie Carty from Orton deserves a mention as well. He was tremendous. I know he's a right full forward. But number 15, Aiden, I've gone for uh, um, Ben O'Carroll. He's got 18 points in the championship. And um, that made him one of the top scorers in the, in the championship this year. He's in the top seven or eight uh, scorers in the championship. Brian Derwin was the top scorer in the Scotland championship this year with 224. That's 30 points. Kieran Lennon was second with 129, 126. 29 points. Aidan Brogan from Crohn's, 123. Finbar Craig, 119. Donnie Smith, 215. Tom O'Rourke, Tulse, 21 points. Andy Glennon, 117. Hubert Darcy, uh, 215. Dara Genis, 18. Bennett Carroll, 18. Niall Kilroy, 17. Enda Smith, 44. Peter Galuli, 113. And Keane McKeown, 15. So because of his scoring record, Aidan, it just gets Ben O'Carroll the, the nudge or the nod ahead of Kieran Sugru. Kieran Sugru is very unlucky not to have the 15 position. He's, he was phenomenal as well and had a great game last Sunday. The, full, the whole full forward line for Bridget's like Ben O'Carroll, Brian Derwin and um, Kieran Sugru. New, new guys, like Kieran's only tw- Kieran Sugru's only 20 years of age. Ben O'Carroll is what, 20 as well? So like, th- they're, they're only young, young fellas. Um, yeah. And Brian Derwin, uh, 21. So they're only young guys starting out and uh but they're they're qual- they're young lads, but they're quality lads as well. And I suppose really when you when you look at the Bridges uh, team that lined out, um I suppose that you you know they were they were looking at they, they were surrounded by experience as well, which kinda helps them along and you know that they, they'll be they'll be um I suppose that they'll be better play they'll be better players and more experienced players for that county final uh on on Sunday because uh, you know against a, a quality team like like Corey Pierce's uh, you know the <laughs> again like you know the likes of Hubert Darcy and, and other quality forwards that they had you, you know and even the, their their backs as well you know to uh, to stand out like he did on Sunday against uh, against the quality backs that Pierce's had just goes to show you how good he was yeah and I made a mistake there in um, Ben O'Carroll is only seventeen years of age. 
He's not well, he's, so not, he's, 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 he's a minor. He's, minor himself and Rory Fallon are playing for Bridget's in the minor final against Pierce's this week, this weekend, or it could be next week. I heard it on the radio today. But Ben Carroll is only 17. He won't be 18 until the 24th of October. Like, if you think about it, he's two years younger than, than, um, than, than, than some of the, like Brian Darwin there. And, uh, Kieran Sugru is, uh, 19. He won't be 20 until the 28th of December. So, like, these yeah. guys, they're so young and they're so good. And it's great for the county team, Ed, that these guys are hungry, they're new, they're fresh, and they're putting pressure, they're putting pressure on the established forwards we have. And, like, we have a great abundance of talent in the forward line. Like you kind of need that, though, to, to drive a team forward and to get the best out of out of each, out, out of the, you know, I suppose, you, you know, um, you know, any panel kind of needs that, you know, um, a high level of competition, you know, so that if a player gets starting and he wants to stay in the starting 15, he has to perform week in, week out, or, you know, he'd be replaced fairly quick, you know. So I suppose when you get into the starting 15, there's a pressure, there's that pressure to a certain extent that you have to perform if you want to stay in the team. Yeah, and another thing, uh, Ben O'Carroll at 17, Brian Derwin at 21, and Kieran Sugru at 19, like that's a cumulative age of 47 for your full forward line. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's one of the, that, 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 sorry, 21 and 19 is 40 and 17, 57. That's a cumulative age of 57, average age of 19 for a full forward line to win a county final. And not alone win, but to be so impressive, the full forward yeah. line. That, that, that's incredible. That's why we've put them on the, the team of the year, you know, that they were, they were so impressive for, for young fellas. And, I suppose uh, really, uh, old heads on young shoulders, really, to a certain extent. It's a great sign for the future, Aidan, for, for Bridget's and for Roscommon, that these guys are, are, are doing their stuff at the business end of the championship. They didn't flop. They weren't phased. No. And as you said, they're putting pressure on the, the Jeremy Murtis, the Connor Coxes, the O'Donny Smiths, Night kill right, which is, can only be good because a lot yeah. of our forwards now have been established for a long, long time and it's gone maybe five, six, seven years. But to have new blood and new players coming through now, like Dara Walsh, Brian Darwin, Ben O'Carroll, Kieran Sugru, um, that, yeah. that can only be good for the county team. And, and uh, I mean, when, when you look at our, our the Ross FM uh, Championship Team of the Year, the players that were left out was there's a lot of county players. Oh yeah, like Finbar that were left out, like you know. So yeah. that's a testament. And I mean, you see, Orn there. There's a there's a good few uh, of the Orn players in, in that in that fifteen. So that's a testament to, I suppose, you, you know, their their overall performance. I suppose the way they were coached, the quality, you know. And I suppose the competition in in, in that Orn panel as well kind of drove drove on the performance as well. So it's a testament to. The quality of the Orn, the Orn starting 15 and the way they played on Sunday, Sunday, last Saturday and throughout the championship that, uh, that, though, that amount of, uh, Orn players made the, the Ross FM team, team yeah. of the year. But Aidan, Orn will not look out of place in the senior championship next year. They'll, Absolutely. They, they'll be in senior for a good while and they'll be, I don't know if they'll be at the business end, but they'll certainly be hard not to crack for any team in Roscommon. The physicality they have, the talent they have, the players they have, you know, you go all through their team and the age profile. Yeah. Like Dar- Colin Watch, just just nine, eighteen at full back. You've Tom Featherston, you've got Jack Casey, you've got Owen Grady, Colin Walsh, uh, sorry, um, Kieran Lawless, only eighteen or nineteen. You've got uh, Cody Regan, Dara Walsh, all the Kennys, Paul Kieran, or uh, Cahill and uh, Eamon, and then you've got Charlie Carty 
you've got tremendous, tremendous players. And you've young, young, young Cormac Regan as well as only 18. So Orden are a team that'll be around for a while, I'd say. And I would that... nearly say that depending on the group they're in next year, uh, when it comes to the championship, that they, they could nearly, they, they might even make, even make it out of the, the uh, group stages. It wouldn't be a shock at all. It wouldn't be a shock. It wouldn't be for me either. Yeah, I no. totally agree. But like, if you look at the players we did leave out, we left out Conor Fallon, we left out um, Henry Walsh, Darren Donnelly, Conor Cox, Jeremy Murta, Paul Garvey, Charlie Carty, Dara Keenan, um, Terence Kelly. They all deserve mentions. We left out Aidan Brogan, Finbar Craig, Donny Smith, Tomas O'Rourke. You could, Andy, you could even Plenum, throw in uh, a mixture of uh, some of the Craig's players as well. Well, you know, they played well. I don't think I don't think you could put them in for the team of the year, any of them other than the goalkeeper. I think that yeah. the, the, the the battles well, the Craig's lads, but yeah. they, they wouldn't they wouldn't figure I wouldn't think on the on the team of the year, any of them other than maybe Eugene Fleming for an honourable mention in the goalkeeper position. But if 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 um, Craig's consolidated at at senior level at intermediate level now, and um, you know, as I said, just finishing off the players we left out, Niall Kilroy, Peter Galuli from Roscommon Gales had a good season. He's got 113. Keane McKeown got 15 points. Indus Smith got 4-4. But I'll just recap the senior team, the team once more for the listeners, yeah. Aidan, just to finish off. This is the team we picked. It's it's always subjective, isn't it? It's all what we think. Yeah. What, what You could ask 10 people that you'd have 10 different teams um, and different players. because as, as we know from when we did the Roscommon team, remember we did that kind of survey <laughs> yeah. when we started doing our scammer memories uh, you know everyone had oh well I had to put this person in but then there was, there was always that contention like who would you leave out that's, that's it Aidan and uh, I'll just go through it once more so this is the Ross FM Roscommon Championship Team of the Year uh, which we've picked across the board um, from the players that we think were the best in the championship so in goals James Martin from St Bridget's right full back Finbar Fergal Lennon from Clannagale, full-back Peter Dominic and St. Bridget's, left-full-back Pierce Frost, St. Bridget's, right-half-back Ronan Stock, St. Bridget's, centre-half-back Tom Featherston, Orden, left-half-back Ronan Daly, Pierce's. Midfield, Brian Stack, St. Bridget's, um, together with Cahill Shine, Clannagale. Right-half-forward, Cahill Kenny, Orden, centre-half-forward, Dara Walsh, Orden, and left-half-forward, Connor Devaney, Kilbride. Right-full-forward, Kieran Lennon, Clannagale, full-forward, Brian Derwin, uh, from St. Bridget's and top of the left Ben O'Carroll St. Bridget's in so that's the Roscommon uh, the Ross FM uh, Roscommon Championship Team of the Year for 2020 That's it and I suppose really if if anyone has any comments as well uh, free 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 to uh, to text us on 089-430-4496 or email rossportsview at aol.com because it'll be just instant to get feedback uh, from people on their uh, you know on their thoughts of that team of the year but I think it's very hard to argue with the players um, that, that that we that was picked there because that is a quality team that that would nearly be a, a very good uh, a Roscommon County team as well in many ways wouldn't it absolutely nothing wrong with it um, on form and, and championship form yeah those guys, those guys were really, really good, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what the Roscommon squad will be when 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 Anthony Cunningham um, picks it for the league games now coming up in between Cavan and Roscommon and Armagh and Roscommon, which are two big, big games if we want to get back into uh, Division One. And then we'll I suppose to... really he'd be using them, he'd be using those as kind of testers to see 
um, you know, to give lads a run out ahead of the championship. Yeah, absolutely. But not alone that, we have to win them to get the promotion, you know. And, and that's uh, it. So, so um, you know, and it's always good to have new players coming forward to put the pressure on the established because, uh, like, even though we won the Connacht Championship last year, last year's long gone now, and a year is a long time in football. Form can change very, very quickly. And these new players that's come through in the Championship, if they can carry that through into a county setup, and they're on form. They're, they're, you know, it would be great to have one or two of them in, just to be like Brian Derwin there, Ben O'Carr, Kieran Sugro, phenomenal players. And uh, yeah. it'd be interesting to see if Peter, if Anthony Cunningham will bring in the, those guys into the squad, like Tom Featherstone as well, tremendous player for Orden in the championship. And uh, this is a different championship now that we're facing yeah. into the, this year. Like it's a short, sharp championship, and there's nothing but you can't beat form. And like, like the players that on form at the moment, like Fergal Lennon, Peter Dominic, Ronan Stack, Tom Featherston, Joe, um, you know, you need your established county players as well. So it'll be interesting to see what, what sort of squad Roscommon will have. I think Dara Walsh won't figure, not this year, I don't think he'll figure this year, but certainly he's one for the future, you know, for Roscommon. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose really it's a testament to the clubs and the coaches and the players. And, uh, you know, the county board as well. When you consider that these players didn't have a league to fall back on and to use as a war, as a warm up ahead of the championship, the performances at both senior and, and intermediate, you know, the games, the quality of the games throughout was kind of top notch and, uh, you know, more so, no more so than the two finals on uh, the final on Saturday and the final on Sunday. You know, some quality performances when you consider, because that, the, the league really is, is, is a great yardstick for the team you're going to pick for the championship, isn't it? So without that, to consider that and, you know, the whole thing around the COVID-19 and all that, you know, the, which kind of curtailed a lot of the training as well, you know, it's to kind of not have the league and then jumping straight into the championship based on, you know, kind of the, well, they would have got their, um, their programs to do themselves, but you know that that would have been that's a, it's a testament to the players and the coaches that such high quality games was uh, were on show this this season. Absolutely, credit to the coaches, credit to the players, credit to the county board for put running a brilliant championship. I think the club championships this year, Aidan, have, have caught the imagination of all Roscommon fans, and it, you know county football really hasn't been missed to a large extent, because the, the club football has been so good, in my opinion. And people now are looking, like St. Bridget's and, and uh, Pierce's and Clan, all those teams, and Orton and Dominic's, they fill the void. And pe- once people are seeing quality football, even if it's a club level, they're happy with it. And like we're moving on out to the county championship, which would be great as well. But yeah. credit to the players and the clubs for putting on great performances. And as you said, they didn't have the benefit of a league campaign to, uh, if you like, um, prepare themselves for the championship. But that didn't stop the teams uh, giving it their all and playing brilliant football, culminating in two great finals and two worthy winners. St. Bridget's worthy senior champions, totally deserved on the day with their performance. And Orton deserved the Intermediate Championship, Aidan. So it's been nice to pick the County uh, Championship Club Team of the Year. And uh, it's as I said, it's a su- subjective uh, exercise. It's one where... 
you know, not everybody's opinion will agree, but you have to pick 15, and there's so many players that could have gone into it that haven't gone into it. But that's the 15 that we've gone for. Uh, James Martin, Fergal Lennon, Peter Dominican, Pierce Frost, Ronan Stack, Tom Featherston, Ronan Daly, Bright Stack, Carl Shine, Carl Kenny, Dara Walsh, and Conor Devaney, Kieran Lennon, Brian Derwin, and Ben O'Carroll. That's it, and I suppose really you know you know we we have to I know I know we said it at the end of the after the matches after the matches on, on both days really, but I suppose we have, we have to give a, a special uh, thanks to uh, Brian Carroll and and Hugh Lynn who who looked after us after you know during each of the games at, at the weekend, and we actually made, we gave them a special mention for the quality program that the, that they produced for the two games, and it was a great idea. To have both, uh, to have the, the, all four teams in the one program for the Saturday and the Sunday, which was a, a great idea because I suppose if they did two separate more programs, it would have been more money and a lot more work into doing two separate programs than doing an overall one as well. So yeah. we'd like to thank, um, Hugh Lynn and Brian Carroll and the county board. And, you know, it's, 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 uh, lovely, lovely to be able to, cover those games in the hide as well yeah I just want to congratulate you Lynn on the programme um, he won the yeah. Mac award two years ago for the best GA programme at the county final and, if he, and of if, course he got an award himself as PRO of the year didn't he yeah well if he doesn't win he, he should win this year as well because this year's programme was incredible I said it at the, at the game on Sunday it's a tremendous uh, piece of work of literature it's, it's a historic archive which will be looked upon in years to come um, by historians and other people interested in football as a great uh, record of the 2020 championship, you know, the year of the coronavirus. So I, you have to congratulate you, Lynn, on A the lot pro- of work went into that. Yeah, but it's great, Aidan, to be part of this programme, just to look back at the championship and to pick a 15, and that's the 15 that we've come up with, and uh, it's, it's always one that'll get the, you know, get the fans thinking and debating and arguing if you like as to who should or shouldn't be on it. It's the same with the, the, the county team all stars. It's always controversy as to who's in and who's out. It's never an exact science yeah. but you, all you can do is pick the best team that you can. There's nothing between a lot of the players but there there we have it anyway and that's the twenty twenty team. That's no problem and of course it was uh, it was it was great to be to be part of this programme for myself too. So listen, that was a that was a great team and of course uh, I suppose from the you know the J J Season is nearly finished, and I think Sunday week is sees the minor finals. I suppose in Division One and Two and things like that, and uh, that that will be the end of the GA season nearly. Um, you know, so I suppose really for 2021, we've we've another uh, great we'll have another great season to look forward to. And of course, myself and yourself enjoyed covering the the GA games as well that we covered. Uh, I suppose the first one that we did was. Uh, out in uh, Bally League uh, between uh, St. Folias and uh, Craig's. Yeah, it was it was good to cover all the games and do them on podcasts is right, you know. But uh, you know, it was nice to be at all the games and to be able to bring them on as a podcast for anybody that would like to listen to them. And we hope that that if that that we that people would enjoy them if they if they find them enjoyable, that would be brilliant. That's the whole motivation yeah. in, in doing it. But um, it's it's been great to do it, and uh, as I said, it's been great to be part of this program. And so uh, I'm delighted to, to to be part of the program and to do the 2020 team and. Roll on senior intercounty championship now. It. That's it, and of course, uh, we look forward to covering games in the future as well. And I suppose we're 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 back in Doctor Hyde Park at the weekend then as well. 
Cubs, uh, you know, two two quality teams in the hurling final at league versus uh, Parry Pierce's. So they might be Parry Pierce's might have consolation in in uh, you know they're in with a chance of winning the hurling final. So you know that that will be some consolation. But uh, you know it's going to be tough for them on Sunday. And I suppose I think the weather so far I think it's not it's promised not to be too bad. So that that should prove to be a, another quality game. But uh, yeah, that, that was a great start, a great uh, championship uh, team of the year. And uh, you know we long may continue now into next year. And uh, as you said, looking ahead to the uh, the intercounty championship and that's both the remaining national league games as well. So um, thanks very much for that, Ray. And uh, that was. Uh, that's myself and Ray, and that's the the Ross FM, uh, the Ross FM, Roscommon team of clubs team of the year. Thanks, Ed. No problem.